All right, everybody, here we are. Shook Me the Mooney, episode 46. Andy Pettit. <laughs> 46 is such a, like, random-ass number, and, like, that's the only thing I could associate it with, like, the great uh, Andy Pettit, you know, the consummate number number three starter. I was laughing because uh, when I was, like, about to set, I was, like, episode 46. I'm like, hmm, when, whose number is that? I literally said that because I had baseball in my mind because, obviously, uh, we're recording this on uh, April 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, opening day, um, also April Fool's Day, and I thought I, I went like 15 hours with anyone trying to pull some shit on me, and then show you pull some shit on me, and it was kind of like, mm-hmm. got me. I was in the I was in the the grocery store, and I was Not, like, but, running around. <laughs> but what I like, what I sent you, like I actually fell for it too. I was like, oh, all right. And yeah. I, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff because it's like April first, so like mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, a lot of things you're going to look at and you're going to be like, you check the date and you're like, you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like Roy Williams, like retiring, everybody was like, Oh, like it's April, you know, like thought it was an April fool's thing, but it, it, it really is like retiring. But one thing about April 1st is it is the beginning of autism awareness month. Um, you know, me, um, I don't really show it cause it's a really bad tattoo. Oh, uh, wow, I never saw it. But I have like the yeah. See, I really don't because it's really a bad tattoo. I want to get it like touched up. The artist that did it, it was um back when my sister and my brother in law had a tattoo spot, and they were doing uh, um, you know, free tattoos for um autism. Like you get like a you know small tattoo for free and any design you know within certain um parameters right. you could have got whatever tattoo you wanted so i you know my you know my little brother is autistic so i got the autism sign tattooed on me so i want to get it touched up but it is autism awareness month i actually um donated $25 to um AEW and the NBA, they hooked up with um that's right. The uh big show was involved or Paul Yeah, White. autism acceptance Brandy. month by and they it's it's all elite wrestling and it's them and it's the NBA and they linked up with culturecity.org. So if you want to donate to that is www.awcares.com and uh, you know anything I, I i just i i dropped 25 dollars. that was like what was already there so i was like you know you either spend 25 dollars on some nonsense or you could spend 25 dollars on this but you just you know donate whatever you can um but yeah well i'm wearing the blue because that's apparently you know that's like the colors you know yeah. and uh uh i have a connection to it uh my cousin, like he was close, really close to my age. Um, he's like nonverbal, and like I've never, mm-hmm. never heard him speak. And he's like twenty something, I was like twenty six or something like that. And uh, so I grew up with that, and it was always like I learned that like very quickly. Uh, this is like the nineties. Uh, also, I have a like my long, my girlfriend uh, is a early education mm-hmm. teacher, yeah, yeah. and she she has to decide. Like, she has. He, uh, go mainstream or uh, schooling or maybe like that's her like job uh pretty much and actually uh speaking of donations uh i forget the organization that we did it for but 
uh, I think on the show I mentioned a lot that I do uh, like a pro wrestling trivia show. So this year we had we did something else, but last year we did it last, uh, right before uh, the month uh, of the, the April. Uh, so that was like, you know, that's another thing. You're like, oh, spend $25 on something silly. Hey, we were doing something silly, like a wrestling trivia thing. But mm-hmm. there was a deeper meaning to it, uh, which I'll throw a link on it too. That was, uh, that's up on their uh, Pro Wrestling Melee's uh, YouTube still. It was from like a year ago. The yeah. last event I did before lockdown. So Yeah, so... Um, yeah, and it's interesting you talk about like early education and early intervention because there's a lot of signs that kids show, and I always there's a commercial that it shows on Yes, on a Yes Network when I'm watching like stuff on a Yes Network, and sometimes it pops up on other channels, and it's by Autism Speaks, which mm-hmm. is um something me and my family have been like attached with um ever since we found out that my brother was autistic and it's a commercial where they show like kids like toddlers and they kind of display the characteristics or the the symptoms of an autistic child where you know the type of behavior it seems like peculiar and it seems like something's wrong with the child but in actuality you know, once you could spot those signs, it's a lot easier to get that child the help they need because, you know, um, Mike's, Mike's um, significant other, like she works with um, early education and decide, they decide when, you know, whether kids will need special edu- education or they could go mainstream. Like my brother, when he was very younger, like he was very advanced in um, mm some kind of subject i forgot what it was but he was advanced for um a special needs child so he was at the time in a school that was a regular old public school but they had like an annexed um school for special education children and they you know uh thought like they would be able to bring him into like a mainstream class like a regular or that's the word you're not really supposed to use typical a a class for typical children because you know children on a spectrum they're atypical meaning they're not like the children who who might not need that that extra help um they put him in our class and then they saw his grades go from like A's and B's to like C's and D's and F's. And then it was, you know, obviously realized that he needed that special education in order to um, develop and learn at the rate a typical child would. So these things are very, very like near and dear to my heart. Like I very I get very, very emotional when talking about it. Like remember when we talked about um the the child the 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 child who was harassed and bullied by that NFL draftee. Like I, I get really um emotional by about it. But it, it really doesn't take like somebody being in your family or somebody um close to you for you to understand the the, the um to understand um what goes into caring for a child with autism you know such things as um you know not to associate a lot of things we used to as kids tease kids for such as oh like 
you know, you rode the short bus here or um uh the 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 R word like mm-hmm. I, I I really hate that word. I remember like we had a coworker, me and you Mike, where me and him were working and we were talking about it and he was like, you know, my cousin's kind of R word and I, I turned to him like dude like I was like listen like I understand like you probably aren't like sensitive to it but I just prefer you not use that word and then like the same in the same conversation like two sentences later he still he was like you know first he was like yeah yeah I understand blah 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 and then two sentences later he used it again so it's like back to square one but it's it's ridiculous um, so yeah, anytime, any time this month, you could, you know, either donate or either uh, educate yourself on autism and the autism spectrum. Um, please do that. Uh, it's, 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 it's very um, worthwhile to make this world a uh, place you know, where we could be inclusive and not look at, you know, people as there being something wrong with them and just looking at them as if they're, um, they're just different. And, you know, we got to be understanding and compassionate. You actually brought up work. Um, mm-hmm very very recently you know i uh i work in a place where there's a lot, it's like a generate a lot of people i work with are like a generation uh younger than me and there's a gentleman who uh he comes in often and he uh he wants to individually say goodbye to everyone it'd be like six of us working goodbye like he'll keep saying it like over and over again and like one of the youngest one was kind of like oh that guy's weird like like laughing and i looked at her i was like obviously you know and then i just i, I wasn't gonna bring it up um but i was like, hey how you doing sir yeah and i was like you know like i i saw it you know like i i uh, was again sensitive to it uh I, I i stopped using that word probably like 20 years ago a long time ago as a kid yeah um but uh but that's like you know er- the earlier the better because at some point when you're like 18 or 21 um a lot of the government programs like it's done like and you have to equip or prepare um that that post time for, for finding how can they like support like job vocation that's another thing they do when they're like teenagers like vocation jobs something that they can do like you know support themselves too also with the family support and now i'm gonna go i'm gonna t- we're just gonna segue to this um i know you have something else to say but uh a lot of things happened in the last year uh where people were uh target not targeted but like they were victims of uh uh, violent acts and they just didn't understand because like the behavioral they didn't realize that the person had did, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and yeah. many times people just think that either they're drunk high or just crazy and uh, a lot of people were lost that way if you look at the news uh, and sure I'm gonna let you uh, say anything else you gotta say well yeah and the last thing I want to say is that um, the government and the department of education they don't provide these things for you when you have children with autism like my family personally they had to sue the state of new york and the department of education in order to um get the right amount of funding that my brother would need in order to succeed in life and 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 live a good life um whether that's learning um 
occupational therapy, um, all of those things. So much so that like they like my mom and dad, they would love to move out of New York City because the cost of living here is outrageous. But the only reason they they'll, they'll tell you the only reason they're staying here is because if they move, then all of that stuff that they fought for for my brother they lose. So it, it, it's you know people and, and the the last thing because I know we went on, but it's, it's something really important. I'm glad we got to discuss it here in the intro. Um, I'm gonna actually post this on the website just to raise awareness immediately today. We'll do it. Yeah. So if you're watching us, please like, like, share, and most of all, share because this is a testimony coming from the sibling of a person with autism. So you know, I'm 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 personally, um, this is my personal experience. But the last thing I will say is the one thing I've learned. And it is, it's a consensus with me, my mom and my stepdad is just that when you, when you go like, and my brother has been in several different schools all over, when you go to the school, you go to, to school events or you meet um, with teachers or anything like that, like autism, it's not discriminatory at all. Like we've been to autism walks, we've been to schools, stuff like that. You see people who are um, middle class, people who are upper class. Um, you see black people, white people, Asian people, Hispanic people. It's all different peoples. It's all different people and all different walks of life. And, you know, it point being it affects all of us it affects everybody um it's not something that just like happens to black people not something that happens to latin people it's not something that just happens to poor people it's not something that happens to rich people it happens to everybody and these kids they they they've um we need to give them the assistance they need and we also need to celebrate them because they're beautiful individuals like i couldn't even imagine what life would be without my little brother like he he's really not special to me um, mm. yeah I'll just... that's good man yeah um sorry man take time um actually right now i'm looking at this i did a walk uh for the school it's birth and uh it's private but they have to report to the uh, Department of Education, so they have restrictions. Yet they are uh, funded by like private things. So I have to thank the T-shirt here. So uh, we also pop that because they always look for uh, donations because they're kind of funded by like uh, people who are affected by it uh, or live with it who have money, like they have influence. And it's in New York City. Uh, they're also in Westchester. Uh, so you know we pop that in there too. Yeah, so yeah, Mike. Whenever I edit this and we put it up on YouTube, I put the links. I put the links for the um the thing where AEW cares for anybody who would want to um donate. But um, here's one. On to current events. Um, I actually had a lot of beer reviews to put up and I've been like trying to like knock those out for the whole week. But every day I've been watching the Derek Chauvin trial. And that's the first thing because the first couple of days, 
Um, I'm gonna keep this brief. Yeah. The first couple of days, it's like your first inclination is like George Floyd trial, George Floyd trial, and it's mm-hmm. like he's not on trial. It's the trial of the person who is the reason I, George Floyd is not living today. Um, because and, and one of the things I said was like because you know they damn sure don't call it the Nicole Brown. Um, Ron Goldman trial. They they call it the OJ trial. So you you read my mind, man. I was about to use that same uh, <laughs> connection because it's true. Like the victims lost, uh, and it became a you know again like a spectacle because it's a celebrity. But this is uh, law enforcement and uh, society. Uh, but I told um, I didn't even think about that until just last second. But yeah, um, I mean it's going on for uh, you know. There's a lot of things you could talk about. Uh, that's like connected to it, like just everything in Minnesota. There's other things going on. Things that similar happen in uh, Seattle and things like that in Portland, I think. Uh, but we can get into that another time today. Um, we're uh, anything else before I jump into our topics for today? Oh man, go Yankees, people, go people, Yankees. Yeah, uh, twenty-four hours. But hopefully, by the time we we get this out, Yankees will have their first one of the season. Well, yeah, we got some yeah. good stuff today, Mike. Tell, let, let the people... All right. Okay, so um, one of the, the big topics uh, of the, the last few days, because uh, I've been trying to ignore Twitter, but then I today, this week, I, was, I, learned, I, was like, I dove in on Sunday, and I was just, like, following everything. Um, and I feel that they have very similar uh, connections. And uh, uh, the biggest pop song I can remember in the last, like, 10 years, five years, was, uh, you know, the Lil Nas X, uh, you know, the – the road, you know, old town road. That thing was so catchy, and I didn't hear it until a year <laughs> after it came out. And I heard it like at the end, like when it was like he just won the Grammy or whatever. And I was like, "This is the catchy song," and I, I'm yeah. I can hear it now. I want to sing it right now. Uh, so he he was kind of like an overnight, you know, um, came. He had get like the most like Twitter, social media followers and stuff like really really uh like everyone knows his name and stuff when i first heard about him like years earlier i was like that's a weird name you know like, nah, i didn't know what to do i didn't know what to like to, how to because i never listened to him i didn't know anything about his background and stuff like that so uh he partnered with a uh, art collective uh and uh we'll get into it during the topic but it's uh like a, a it's a sneaker uh a nike sneaker that's been uh post-market uh cha- you know altered and a whole uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about it, and there's like all these legal and social ramifications of it. So we're gonna talk about that. Then on the flip side, my old friend Chet Hayes, uh, Chet Hanks, um, he made a like he's been doing forever. He's like a social media. I don't want to say the word, but like uh, he was like, you know what I'm gonna do? You know, like I feel it feels like this is it. This is gonna be the white boy summer. Yeah. And he laid down the rules for it. So I was like. Took out a piece of paper and I'm like, let me hear it, buddy. You know, yeah. uh, it's been the white boy uh, century. <laughs> you know, not white boy summer. Yeah. Uh, and so, but, but that, so we're gonna talk about that. But he also has merchandise and um, he has uh, things that he's like branding because okay. we're gonna talk about branding too. But it has it's like I always talk about money and stuff. But then uh, uh, corporate. But then this has legal issues too. Um, that we'll get into its uh, like domestic issues. So, uh, and Tom Hanks is, you know, he's always considered America's, you know, sweetheart, you know, 
Uh, and I want to get into the whole dynamic of that because I've been thinking about that for a long time for some reason. Like, I want to talk about that. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about in, uh, you know, this episode. And I'm ready to rock and roll. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, first off, me and Sugar are from the New York City area. Uh, I worked in Brooklyn, uh, which is like considered like the haven for hipsters and uh, actually the birthplace of the other side. Like, the Proud Boys are from there, too, which is like, ironic. Mm. uh which is you know this is going to get involved with our show too uh but yeah so uh biggest pop star right now um no, pretty much uh, all right all right let me <laughs> I, I don't know why i'm like i'm like i barely i listen to this song like 10 times and i'm like <laughs> i'm looking like i'm like a freaking what, what do the kids call them stands i don't know what the hell. yeah only thing about stands i know is i was at my first makeout party in the seventh grade and that song was in the background so that's the only reason why i know the stand thing with eminem Anyway, he teamed up with uh, an art collective. Let me get the actual name of this. I don't know what it stands for, but it's MSCHF, and they're Brooklyn-based. They've done this before where uh, it's like post-market. Like, it's like I'm a fan of video games, uh, and they do this a lot where, like, it's not on the market anymore. So, like, the the, uh, public domain kind of, like, is, like, creeping in on it. So uh, what they did was, what is it, the ni- 97 uh, uh, Nike, right, 97? It was like Air Max, 97. Air Max, 97. Oh. So obviously, you know, uh, so it's like not a shoe that's like coming out now. But, you know, it's the Nike brand, you know, uh, the swoosh and everything. And, of course, it's not just like they're, uh, Nike's talking about, oh, you're using our intellectual property and our, like, products and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the flip thing is, which is – this is why we're going to talk about it. It's called Satan Shoes. Yeah. Uh, and the whole like gimmick to it, I don't want to say gimmick because that makes it less, but uh, uh, it, since they're the art collective, I think like they're, it's, it's, a, it's like a deeper meaning than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like 60 cc's of the ink and then one drop of blood, you know? Uh, so obviously people uh, took notice and from the corporate side, Nike, uh, took notice and because uh, we always talk about social media uh, there was huge reactions to it and because it's involved with Lil Nas X we're going to talk about uh, things that are said about him which we'll talk about too I'm sure uh, you yeah. know the link you sent me uh, so uh, we can get into the whole legal details if uh, you want to hop into that or you just want to go into your uh, initial okay. reaction to it I mean, yeah, because I'm going to go through, like, a whole timeline of, of my feelings on it. I feel very strongly about it. But, you know, like, if you're – if you see – first of all, the shoes have, like, the Nike logo on it. And Swish. if you see Nike shoes drop and it's like, oh, demonic, Satan shoes, da 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 And you see the Nike Air Max on it, what are you going to think? It's Nike that does it. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, in the same way, like last night I was doing a beer, um, a sugar reviews the brews, and I had on a shirt with the Coca Cola logo on it, but I realized that, and I said, let me put on a hoodie, um, to cover that up, mm-hmm. so that when I put the video out, you know, I don't get Coca Cola like, you know, taking the video down because you know someone it could be misconstrued that like. Coca-Cola is like sponsoring these beer reviews or they're associated with the company that I'm reviewing. Um, mm-hmm. 
so it's well within Nike's right to take the 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 um to try to you know stop the sale of the merchandise. Um, but first of all, like he started off and he did like a a video, um, a music video. I don't think the song is called Monterey. And at some point in a video, like he slides down from heaven on like a stripper pole and gives like the devil like a lap dance and or, or some something you know that's his artistic um creativity that's whatever you want to do it's not like it's the first time like we've seen um the devil or you know a devil-like person um being represented in media like i remember if you remember because you and you you we're both metal of the same age like you remember colin chicken how they used to yeah, have like yeah. a, like but they would South call Park. him like they would call him like the red guy, yeah, and like yeah, South, South Park, Park yeah. and it was, um, oddly enough, because one of the it's gonna be a lot of like buzzwords. It's like oh, like homophobia and and all that stuff. Like oddly enough, like South Park was you know Satan being gay and having like homosexual relationships was like my first time like seeing like um a gay couple mm. on like TV and, you know, looking them, looking at them as like a couple. I mean, of course, like it was a devil and Saddam Hussein, but in general, like um, Satan on South Park is represented to be like gay, but like he's actually one of the most like level-headed, like it's, mm. it's, it's weird as all to say, he's actually one of the most like level-headed, and actually kind of like likable like characters on the show uh that would like i said it's one of the ways that you kind of like already it's one of them ways that you kind of it kind of broke out um the inherent homophobia that like society has it it was the first time like it was kind of like released from me where i'm like all right like they're just people because if you Mm -hmm. could literally look at the devil as a gay man and just be like oh like yeah, he's all right, you know. Um, uh, oh, can I hop in? South Park. Uh, I saw the movie in theaters, and it was a very horrific uh, experience because I was with my mother, yeah. but uh, I didn't know. But if you remember, uh, like ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Uh, man, we were like what eight, nine years old, probably. Um, they got uh accused of homophobia because they use gay. Uh, oh, that's gay, but not in the sense of like sexuality, which is like kind of like we said before the art word like associating it with something that's not not literal like uh, and i remember that's kind of like the earliest memory i remember i have where i don't say the word anymore and uh i remember kids always used it uh and uh so but they were always they were doing satire mm-hmm. uh or art the south park is considered you know like uh like in the simpsons i grew up on they that's my first experience actually in media kind of of seeing like gay couples because like they have a character named smithers who started off as one character and they slowly evolved him into being uh like uh you know the gay man mm-hmm. and there's a whole there's a whole episode with him and john waters who I, I love uh and he's like you know one of the earliest like uh artistic voices from like that community uh so i, I bring that up um uh, but I also want to say that you mentioned the cartoons and uh, that, but I also love like metal music. And there was this whole thing in like the seventies and eighties where 
metal people, you know, they use like satanic symbols and stuff like that. And if like, I follow a lot of retro things on Instagram, they show like the guy from Slayer and he, he it's satirical. Uh, they, people think that they're like satanic and like crazy, like a uh, right wing Christian, whatever their, their freaking basis or guitars is like, uh, you know, like, like a Jewish man and stuff like that. And, um, they just use it as like a form of, uh, um, you know, like, I don't know what the word is like, uh, not voice, um, uh, expression. They use it as a, a, an expression. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they were like considered demonic and, uh, Satan worshipers was a big thing in the nineties for some reason. Like they, that was a big thing. Um, if you look, paradise lost was about, uh, these kids who just like, they happened to listen to that music and they were considered Satan worshipers. So they were like, um, uh, using the media as like a, a poster child's for what's wrong with America. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that type of music, all right. So uh, I always say nothing is new. Things have things have happened over and over again, especially in like pop culture. Uh, it's just that people didn't don't remember it, so it's new to them. Uh, I grew up. I love Kiss, and again, like that's a character. They were called Knights in uh, Satan's Service, but it really kept it really meant keep it simple, stupid. Uh, and Kiss is like you know like the romantic you know Kiss. Yeah. Uh, but they did a comic book in the seventies where uh, when they public when they when they printed the comics, each member would pre they put their blood in it. So like the ink, the, the thing was, uh, you're reading the comic book and like you have the blood of Kiss in it. So he released a video, and I'm just like, all right, like it's a video. If I don't like it, I just don't watch it. Me personally, I didn't watch it because other than Old Town Road and Panini, like. Lil Nas X, like he he's been around for like three, almost four years now, and he hasn't released an album yet. I think like only now he's finally like releasing an album. So he's just been appearing sporadically, and to me, like his whole persona is just like kind of like all right, like, I don't have this catalog of music, but I have to keep myself relevant, so I'm going to just do, like, outlandish shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, he came out as gay, or he came out as queer, um, or a, a little while after Old Town Road, and then he talked about, like, you know, like, the perceived, I say perceived homophobia in um, Black culture, but me growing up as a black person, I've grew up around gay people. Um, I've seen gay people and nobody, I don't, I've never seen the gay people I've grew up with in the Virgin Islands or in Atlanta or here in New York where they were um, basically um, demonized or um, personally, personally attacked for being gay. Um, so I think that's, that's a weird, like, stereotype. Maybe where he grew up, like, it was a touchy subject, but to, like, generalize it as it being, like, an inherent thing, especially when, like, there's so much, like, famous people or a lot of the media you see, um, like, I see a lot of LGBT people as, like, like, more Black than anything, um, so I, I don't think like there's an inherent homophobia in the black community, or if there was like, it's not as um, fervent as it was say 20 years ago. And he's like, what, like 20? 
So it's not even like he grew up in the era where it was like, oh, like I'm gay. I have to like keep it on the low. Um, but the thing about it is like he, I didn't have a pro. Like he did the video and it's like, all right, if you don't like it, don't watch it, whatever, whatever. But then like we described, I see him put out these shoes as part of like the 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 marketing for the, the thing. And he's actually selling the shoes. And then I saw that like everybody else or like most people, I see the Nike logo and I'm like, yo, like Nike is um like co-signing this shit. Co-signing. Yeah. And I was like, like co-signing. Not, yeah. And I'm like, I can't I can't get I can't get down with this. Like this isn't like cool. Cause like that whole 666 Satan stuff like that like I find offensive as a Christian and it's a funny thing because you know the running gag on Twitter is like you know no matter what it is or whatever the subject matter is there'll always be somebody to defend it on Twitter and that same day like the amount of people that were literally defending like the devil i was like all right see that's that's the that's the jumping of the shark there um but my thing is like the thing i noticed and the thing that upset me was like i noticed like the stark um difference in the reaction to the outrage um when something offensive was done to you know christians mm. as opposed to when other cultures or other relig- religions are offended case in point last summer we talked about nick cannon oh. mm. where he had like um professor griff who's like mm. you know some would call anti-semitic he had him on his show but and suddenly nick cannon had to apologize to the Jewish community and basically he was like anti-Semitic by association mm-hmm. and like everybody was behind it. Um, obviously you see the stuff now going on with the Asian community. Now I'm not saying like Christians are being like attacked and having hate crimes done to them, but at the same time, just being disrespected because you are that culture or you're being depicted like in an offensive way is offensive to them. So to see all the same people with the like stop Asian hate, like also being the same people is like, like you're Christian, like why the hell are Christians so up in arms? And they associate the outrage with like conservative Christians. And like, I don't go to church often, um, but I grew up in a church. I grew up in a Christian household and you know, you, you see it poking out every now and again. I have a cross around my neck. You know, I, I believe in God. I, I accept Jesus Christ as my savior. Um, but like, I, I just found it like, I think that him being like, I can understand where he's coming from because a lot of people use Christianity and use Bible verses and scriptures to um, disparage people um, and criticize people and admonish people for their lifestyles but at the same time like people have used like the bible and christianity to justify their lifestyle lifestyles like back in slavery days people used to use the verses um about obeying your master to justify slavery but in reality like back in like the the biblical slave and masters were 
a slave would be somebody who would be beholden to another person, whether I be in exchange for goods, whether I be in exchange for a place to live, um, stuff like that. So it's starkly different than, you know, slave masters or, you know, colonizers going into Africa and snatching people from the villages and snatching them from Africa and um, putting them in bondage and making them slaves. Like, it's very different. It's just a difference in how you interpret it. So people will use, like, the homophobic, the, the, like, homophobic would take Bible verses and put, like, a homophobic spin on it. So I understand, like, his beef is with Christianity. And a lot of people that were, like, defending it, you know, they probably grew up in churches where people were, like, overly judgmental, um, people were overbearing and um, basically like overzealous. And I understand that, but just because your experience in the church was bad does not mean everybody else's experience was bad as well, or that Christians in general should be um, criticized or um, be demonized because they are Christians because they are good Christians. Like I grew up in a, in a church and my church experience was great. The, the few, you know, the, the, the little that I went to church, it's always been, all those people have always been good to me. Like I've had great pastors. I've had great relatives who are Christians. And I know my experience ain't everybody's experience, but I think to try to disrespect a whole religion because of how, certain people in that religion have like dealt with you is it's offensive as fuck because like there's muslim people there's people i grew up in in the islamic faith and obviously there are people there that do bad things but it shouldn't blanket over everybody there's people in the jewish community like harvey weinstein is a fucking jewish person you know what uh, i'm saying i but, see the jews too they're, they're, that's a different sect but you can we live in york there's a lot of stories about that yeah, uh, like even in that, like especially when the stuff came out about Nick Cannon, I'm like, I always remember the story I read on like, um, I can't remember if I read it on Wikipedia or actually read it in like the Daily News when I was in high school, mm-hmm. where I think like, uh, Hasidic in like a Hasidic community, like a uh, Hasidic Jew, drove and like knocked over like knocked over like a black man in the neighborhood and the people around him like saved the Hasidic Jewish man and got him help and left like the black man there to die. Mm-hmm. But it happened in the night. Yeah. 30 could, years yeah. ago too. Crown Heights, that I think 30 years ago. Uh, and then like, I'm not now, am I going to get canceled now? But I'm just telling you for a fact, they don't pay taxes. Uh, they don't get married. So they collect, uh, uh, I had a lot to say, but now I'm saying all this stuff that might be considered, uh, but uh, they they collect uh, welfare and stuff, even though they are married. Uh, and there's all that other stuff that goes on with that. You said a lot of stuff right now. Um, Not to mention that, but also remember at the beginning of the pandemic, like they were openly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were openly. Super spreaders. Yeah, they were dis- disregarding of all of the mandates in order to keep people um to to contain the virus mm-hmm. and uh, just like I don't, and we're gonna get to it just like that where people 
when you started criticizing them, it was like, oh, yeah, anti-Semitic. So mm. it's the same thing here with Lil Nas X, where it's like, oh, you're criticizing him, so you must be homophobic. And it's like, no, nah, I'm a Christian, and you're using his, his, um, you're using satanic and devil imagery that offends me, and I'm letting you know it's offensive to me. But somehow I'm the bad guy, and like I, I'm not just because you're critical of a gay person does not make you homophobic. Like we've been on a show. I've been critical of several different races and several different people of different religions and cultures, but I wasn't critical of them for being that I've been critical of people um, who are gay or in the LGBT community, but I wasn't, disparaging them for that therefore that doesn't make me homophobic like mike we you've been on here and you've been critical of people different from you but that doesn't make you racist or homophobic or etc etc it's just being critical that that's a big thing that i always talk about um just because like all right i'll be frank Mm -hmm. i got a little short-term memory loss but uh you know, the next day I'm like, oh, I should have said this. So I'm just going to try to focus for a second. So you mentioned, uh, I'm going to jump right to the first part with, uh, you know, if a personal, I always bring this up, personal versus um, personal interactions, just or like with a whole culture or society, like uh, blanket race, you know, like just like, oh, if I say this to someone who happens to be Asian, uh, Asian American, that means I hate all Asians. No, no, it's a, my personal experience with them is that, no, I had this thing. But it's like, just because that happened doesn't mean it's, I find that, I find that offensive too. Like, just because I'm white doesn't mean I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a spokesperson for all white people. I don't, rep, you know, I don't, rep, you know, people have their own individual attributes and, you know, which I'll get into later on with the being spokespeople for a whole culture or society. Um so that's the first part. I agree with you with that, where if you uh, criticize someone who associates with an art group that is using uh, the devil, which is very, very, um, so you, it's very connected to your upbringing and it means something to you. For me, I'm going to go back to the beginning. You, you mentioned your background being Christian. I'm a lapsed Catholic. Uh I don't uh, agree with a lot of things with, you know, the Vatican stuff with that and like dogmatic. Um, and I, you always hear every once in a while. I remember like, the last time I went to mass, they were telling me to vote for uh, fucking Bush in 2004. But just because of like, the whole gay marriage and all, I was like, I'm out of here, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had to go. Um, and, and then if you go on the news, like in, especially in New York area, they get politics involved with the freaking, uh, um, you know the uh, i should know this the you i almost said eulogy the thing that you know the whole like little speech after uh all the other traditional stuff um yeah so yeah uh, they 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 what is it called again they they entered i don't know how i forgot i used to be an older boy but they intertwine like political and topical and current event stuff with um talking about like uh lazarus uh, but I, but, I was um, going to say, like, my experience growing up was all good in church and stuff like that, except for high school, because I went to a mm-hmm. all-boys Catholic school. Me and Joel went 
and for much of the same reasons Mike you just said and you were actually Catholic whereas like I think Joel's Catholic but I'm Methodist so I'm a whole different denomination but it was definitely I think they made you take religion class and you kind of had to um give your you you'd have to write essays but if you kind of contradicted them like they were kind of very um it's funny it wasn't they weren't like objective in the grading because I remember I had to do an essay and New York City like they started giving out like um their condoms like city brand condoms and it was mm-hmm. you know free at the, at the subways and stuff yeah yeah and they were saying like you have to write um what you think about it and I was just like you know like at the end of the day like people are like yeah you're supposed to like abstain from marriage but at the end of the day like people are going to have sex so it's best if they are like you have safe sex and if the city is doing their part when it comes to public health to make sure that people have the 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 um protections and have contraceptives as well as you know um condoms and stuff like that so when you're having sex like you say you 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 um protect yourself from diseases and stuff like whether or not like like you can't pray like aids and stds away but condoms can <laughs> and you can't pray away covid that's an off that, that either too yeah all right so uh real quick last thing i'll say about catholicism uh you mentioned colonizers like that's not the, the term but uh a lot of most part a lot of parts of africa are catholic and they say don't use condoms but you know obviously mm-hmm. aids so like you're not allowed to use condoms because like uh the man upstairs is going to say oh you did you you did this but then people are dying of aids but that's a that's been going on that's a debate for a long time there's a lot of things with that um but uh what was the last thing about that oh uh, by the way it's homily i said you it's it's a homily that's like the guy's like promo i like wrestling that's his promo um yeah but uh to to equate that with let's go back to Lil nas x all right so um the devil imagery Mm-hmm. Okay, as as a lapsed Catholic, I, I I associate religion with uh, history and society and a way of you you you're, I feel uh that you you're spiritual right. You don't have to go to mass. You have you have your personal relationship with who you consider your savior, right? Yeah. You have a personal relationship. Yeah, that's why uh, I always defend people when I be like, "You don't go to church." I'm like, "Me and God got a special relationship. You don't know about it." So that's dogma. <laughs> I have my own thing. I have a. I don't know who my higher power is yet. Uh, I'm still in like the this world where my higher power is my family. And I'm like, I'm gonna do good for you know people here and stuff. I'm still like, you know, that's my journey. Uh, still dealing with that, but uh, yeah. So the devil is for me. Uh, I don't want. I'm not gonna say it's a literal thing. Like, I'm not gonna go to a place where uh, whipped and chained with the gay devil from South Park. But uh, there is evil in the world. There is a devil in the world. There is there is evil people out there. You know, that's a real thing. Um, so that offends me also because you're like making light of something like that where 
but then the other half of me, you know, I, I was, you know, I like art and stuff. Uh, Andy Warhol, um, he pervert no, the word perverted. Uh, maybe I'm being, you know, but perverting like commercial things. Uh, he was attacked by uh, corporations. Like he, his most famous thing is what the Campbell soup can. Yeah. Campbell's like try to shut him down. He was like, Oh no, I'm, my whole point is that it's like the, it's the version of what's the most famous painting of when you're learning to paint. It's, um, a bowl of apples you know maybe it could be like the brand yeah like an apple you know whatever but that was his point and he kept doing that throughout his career uh but with nike they're using this is the i'm not a lawyer i i, I study bird law but i'm not a lawyer uh but dilution okay so i you know it's dilute you know it's a the root word is like dilute so basically they're saying that this um affects their their brand and it's you know again like we said like when i first saw it, i was like nike's doing this i was like you know what? at this point i was like why not um but it's it's making something weaker uh the content of the value uh like if someone made a sugar the mooney and it's like something like racist or something you know exactly like you said before uh that affects our brand yeah. uh so they're in all they're in every right to do this um you can't say Nike is supporting. Uh, they're they're just nervous because uh, it's a free market. Um, I know we can always talk about Nike with, with, the, with the labor uh, and like where they where they manufacture everything. That's you know that's another thing. But they have the right to say, hey, this is going to affect our business, our uh, bottom line. So, uh, so same thing happened with Colin Kaepernick though. Colin Kaepernick, remember? Was that Nike who uh, was it Nike who? But that was felt- Nike. That was Nike that endorsed them. They exactly. signed into endorsement. Whereas this thing is just dumb using Nike shoes. Right. And so, it, it, but it, but it, you know, I used like a heinous um example before. But I said when we did this topic, now if we promoted it and we started selling like Shook Me the Mooney shirts, but let's say we put you know that picture of Donald Trump where he's like he looks like he's like humping like the flag, like literally uh, yeah, yeah. having sex with the flag. Like yeah, let's yeah. say we took that picture and to promote this topic or this segment or this episode and photoshopped Lil Nas X's like face on it, right? And tried to sell a lot for money. Somebody's mm-hmm. somebody's gonna see some decisions. Either it's gonna be Donald Trump or it's gonna be Lil Nas X. It might be both of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're using their imagery. At the end of the day, like, that shoe, it has the Nike logo on it. Like, Nike does allow people to customize and sell custom versions of their sneaker, but it's at Mm. the discretion of the Nike Corporation and Phil Knight. You can't... Was there a Jesus shoe? I mean, a Jesus shoe or something like that? Or a... they had, Jesus shoe? they had like a holy water shoe I've seen. Um, oh, okay, all right. And they people were using that to combat. But you know, talking about little Nas X, right? So I was supportive of him because if you recall, when he made Old Town Road, it came out, and people were trying to label it as a hip hop song, but he was telling people like it's a country song, and I was like very mm-hmm. supportive of that because I was like. You know, it do sound kind of like hip-hop, but it does sound like it was, like, influenced by country, like an old country song. Mm. So I was supportive of that, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, this young black guy is trying to break into this genre that's 
uh, to say primarily white would be an understatement. So I was supportive of that, and then he went and he kind of got like the cosign from um, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, and then they mm-hmm. got together and they put the, and I was very very supportive of it, and then he came out as queer, and even that I was like supportive of because you know all of these guys like live live your truth, like I, I I appreciate that, like live your life, like no like you can't force somebody to love or like or be a certain way, um just because you you feel you know that's what society deems normal so i've always been supportive of like uh him um frank ocean um mm-hmm. oh, tyler, yeah, yeah. tyler the creator he also came out as um fluid sexually or or um what what, what have you mm-hmm. so all of these people like i i totally like i i, I find it like you know i'm fine with that um, but I kind of just fell back when he just started being like a weirdo. And to me, when like the weird shit you do is here, but the your production as an artist is here, then I'm, I start to believe that you're just out here trying to like keep your name relevant mm-hmm. rather than be... Um, want to be taken seriously as an artist. So that's why I fell back. Um, for instance, like he had a picture where he was, he, he was cosplaying, I think it, cause he used to be, um, I think that's how he jumped on the scene. Like he used to be, um, they, they call Nicki Minaj fans barbs. So he used to be a barb. So for like Nicki Minaj's birthday, like he had a picture of him posted with like prosthetic breasts and like a wig. And Mike, if you saw the picture, like you'd think it was a woman, but it was him as Nicki Minaj, and it was just like, and I was just like, that's when I kind of like checked out. I was like, all right. Whoa, well, you you just read my mind again. This is why we have sugar in the morning. Yeah, I am getting back into. I've been saying this for like fucking weeks, man. I don't mean this is the first time I curse in this episode. I, I'm trying not to. It's Lent. I um, it. <laughs> but who got criticized for demonic imagery in the late '90s? Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson's cover of pop, uh, the, the, the you know we uh pop, you know the peep show or whatever it is, that and the crazy. dope dope show, which is catchy as hell. It's a catchy number, and I his to, cover, you know as well. He, he I had, used to he, watch he had tits, yeah, breasts. And I yeah, I that's one of the things I noticed when he he first did it. But I was like, when I used to watch MTV, I was drawn to the video because I had um. The video was in the the Morphin Center from Power Rangers. Was it? Yeah, it had the, like the Morphin Center <laughs> from Power Rangers again. in it, and I was like, "Oh, like you know, I popped I on the TV and I see it, and I was like, oh, this got to be like a Power Rangers, um, theme music video.' And then I'm seeing like Marilyn Manson doing like Marilyn Manson shit. I felt bad, like in the last five years, I was like, you know what, he got a raw deal because of the whole Columbine thing. Uh, with anniversaries coming up, twenty uh, one years. Yeah, but now we're watching now that you know domestic abuse. So like now I'm like, all right, he's not a demonic spirit. He's not whatever. He he, he's a demonic person. (laughs) Well, the word I'm going to use is uh. Well, then he also says he was abused and stuff like that. So that's the whole thing with like being abused and then you abuse somebody else, like you know domestic violence. But that's we'll talk about. Maybe there's something else will happen because there's just always something else to talk about. But um, 
I was like, yeah, using demonic imagery, like even Kurt Cobain and like Nirvana, they had a whole Jesus thing with a heart-shaped box. Um, I, I think we're bat, we're like tiptoeing around the thing of like exploitation. That's the word I'm saying, exploiting something that's going to make you feel something, which is art. Like it, it's going to make you feel something. And uh, it's it's not nothing new with art. Uh, it's always been uh, a part of shock. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's a thing. Like this is obviously a um, you know artistic um, artistic expression. But when you ha when you're selling it for, I don't know what. The, it, can you look this up? Why is it specifically a thousand dollars and eighteen cents? That was almost a sneakers cost. Yeah, well, what does that mean? Ten eighteen. What? Wait, actually, let me think about it. In history, uh, it might be like a Bible verse or something. Oh, uh, there you so, go. We'll, yeah. we'll look it up after after thoughts before we. So they, they they want to use like a a devil, um, you know, be satanic and yeah, offend offensive to Christian. Like they want to get Christians all stirred up, but they use um, yeah. Bible scriptures, which apparently in their what a lot of people are using in their defense is, oh, well, it's not even real. So why are we um, mm -hmm. thinking it? But, you know, um, but when you talk about it, like people compared it to or try to make like parallels to like in the 80s when Madonna did like a prayer. Mm -hmm. But if you recall correctly, like the it wasn't the imagery that people were most offended by. People were more offended because because of you know the goat Leon being um playing Jesus oh, right. like mm -hmm. having a black man mm -hmm. having Jesus depicted as a black man so it was more racist than oh like she's using Christian imagery I mean like obviously people will um you know feel a certain way like regardless of it's like Christian imagery but that was like the forefront of the the um mm -hmm. the the conversation but you know we we you know when we're talking about but yeah, yeah i might go ahead i think like a pair uh like a prayer i had a lot of uh homosexual undertones too i think so uh i may i this is just you just brought it up um which is a fan there's a there's another imagery of like my, uh, madonna uh well or not the singer madonna but uh, the idea of madonna isn't that like a thing where it's like the virgin mary type thing uh mm. with like the breast and you have the cross but that was like a very um you know like mother like you know like of course breast is like not necessarily sexual it's sexual but it's also like motherhood and like upbringing and stuff you know like rearing and stuff like that which is a whole other subject uh but there's two more things i want to just uh that i would like to uh take over this for a minute mm -hmm. i keep saying uh artistic and stuff like that mixed with um uh, uh monetary gains getting your name out there because we're talking about him we're, we're going to talk about the next gentleman too and it's like kind of like how far can you go just to like get your name out there because we're going to now you know he's been gone for what a year now he's he's now he's back in the game like people are going to be talking about him his next song that's going to come out is going to be a, you know, a big deal uh but parody, satire, post-market. So this is very important. Uh, there's one of my favorite shows. Um, it was kind of like a more sophisticated version of Tom Green. Uh, it, it's involved with these guys, uh, Tim Heidecker's, uh, you know, um, 
absolutely productions. They did a uh, funny or die. Uh, so he would like find uh, very much like, which is a good show. I actually watched last night restaurant impossible or uh, bar rescue where you go to a business and try to like uh, revitalize them. People like a business that's in trouble and you try to like help them out. So he would like give like silly ideas, but they were actually kind of like shocking. Uh, he went to a um, ice cream the mom it's it's always mom and pops too which is offensive to me because you're making fun of someone who's trying to be like you know their own business uh entrepreneurs but it was a uh a, a milkshake you know like a ice cream spot and he decided like to get attention he was going to make a poo a poo flavored uh milkshake and the guy's like okay and like they did it and then the second episode or the next episode was actually like trending and but this was like five years ago so as like twitter wasn't as like relevant it was though but it wasn't but he did uh a uh, mom and pop uh, coffee shop and a starbucks opened up in the same like um uh strip mall so he's like uh we're just gonna use same logos and stuff but we're gonna call it dumb starbucks do you remember that nathan for you oh, yeah, yeah. dumb starbucks yeah so cool. oh, yeah. so he got like the cease and desist he got the whole thing and uh he got a lawyer who is it parody because like weird al yankovich never got sued uh mm-hmm. for doing like parody songs um things like that so how come this could be they could say oh this is a parody we're doing a um you know on a different level we're parodying nike as like this almost a church of uh like pop culture and like you know nike is like a symbol you but know the- so we're we're parodying it but the thing with like Weird Al is like when Weird Al made like music, it wouldn't hurt or the the, the artists and the songs like he was parodying, it wouldn't mm-hmm. hurt the bottom line for the original artists. So it was right, okay. fine. Whereas with Nike, like I said, the first thing you like the first idea I had, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, is when I saw like it was a Nike Air Max mm-hmm. shoe. I thought that it was a Nike endorsed thing. So at, mm-hmm. at first, it's like I'm already like I, I already like um zig past Lil Nas X, and I'm like, all right, like he's he's he, he's an idiot, and you know this is he's a you know he's he's you know messed up for doing this, but I'm going to Nike because I'm like Nike, like what the fuck is this shit? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. You know, um, what, what else are you going to come out with now? The 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 freaking SS, SS um, Harachis? The, the Thunderbolt thing, which <laughs> is also used by like ACDC for some reason. But uh, uh, all right. So I'm going to um, going back to the legality of this uh, and then I'm going to let you uh, finish off with this. But, uh, you know, review, you know, harm. It's harming the, the brand of Nike. You, you know, it's like having the golden arches. Mm-hmm. And like uh, in McDonald's, and like you doing like what? Like a guy, hey, maybe a guy named uh, Lil Not going down the just like naked and stuff like that. And then McDonald's would be like, hey, man, what are you doing? We're not associated with this. I know it's it could be satirical and stuff, but it's you're affecting our brand because most of our customer or a lot of our customers are boycotting us now, which Nike's arguing. Because this is like this just happened a few days ago. They got the uh, restraining order, and. The, the lawyer for Nike said, we're not sure if any of them were actually like shipped because um, mm. 665 were shipped. Um, so if they, someone, get, of course, in the black market, uh, is that still a term, but black market, 
all these artistic guys, like the thing with the Wu Tang, they made that album that no one can ever hear from the the medical thing owns Former it now. Uh, yeah, so that's another thing. Like, so somebody's gonna own these shoes, which is like a, you know they're gonna covet it, and it's, it's that's another thing. Um, but the Nike people are saying that the lawyer is saying that uh, it's 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 affecting it's gonna affect our business because people are boycotting it. Uh, they're online doing this like whole boycott thing. It's called a uh, post sale confusion. I keep saying like I like video games and stuff. So it's like if I made an NES game Mario, or Mario is like doing the whole like, I'm just making something like Buffalo Building, like tucking his thing, and he's like, but it's Mario. Nintendo could be like, you know what, We're, you know, you're affecting mm. our brand because now Mario might be confused with Buffalo Bill, you know, like that. It, 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 that's that's something that's like you know that's kind of a, an example that so, I just came up with. So just think about it. Going what you said, what you what you said just now, and then going back to what I was saying before, or the example I used, where I'm like, all right, we'll promote this episode with photoshopping his face on Donald Trump humping a flag, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing that artists don't artists usually send cease and desist orders when like a politician is using their song as like their campaign music. And the reason oh, why, yeah, yeah. and what's the reason for that? Because their views and their opinions mm-hmm. and their stances probably don't align with that artist. Like Neil Diamond, like he, and Bruce too, and Bruce Springsteen, like they took like huge dumps on Donald Trump and and sent their lawyers after him. So I think it's the same avenue as, or the same avenue that Nike's taking, where it's like you're doing this thing and you're using our branding in order. Our branding and mm-hmm. our and at the end of the day, their shoe design, because the overall design of the shoe, it's Nike's intellectual property. Um, so my thing is, it's like if you want to do this thing and sell your own shoe with one drop of blood and six 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 and I love the devil or whatever the fuck is on the shit, um, then buy your own shoe factory and create your own shoe. Mm. Don't use Nikes, mm. but yeah, you can't sense. hate Nike for being like, "Yo, bro, like you're like messing up our bottom line." And the thing when I come when I when I say as a Christian, I'm offended by it. You know, I honestly believe, and if you watch his reaction to the criticism that's coming from it, it's he's being blatant when he says like he's doing it as an fu to Christians and Christianity. Because he's calling people little nerds and whiny bitches and all kinds of shit. Like these, he's these are his. I'm paraphrasing, but he's saying things along those lines. So it's like, oh, like you know me. It's like you know a lot of people are saying like, oh, you don't even go to church, so how are you offended? But I'm like, listen, like my mom's big in Christianity. Anytime I'm in the car with her, she doesn't even listen to anything but like the Christian rock station mm. and it annoys the hell out of me that's why i carry my headphones with me and listen to my music while we're in the car together um my my, my barber listens to uh that and i'm like this is good music i like this actually you know <laughs> and then like the dunkin donuts by me uh they play that um they play that too yeah and it's it was um it's funny enough, it was all my time working in the entertainment ver- venue that I, I used to work mm-hmm. at before the pandemic. Um, we see some of the performers like walking by and stuff like that. 
but the only performer that actually came to us as the staff while we were having like our meeting or whatever and was like you know listen i appreciate you guys um the work you guys are doing for you and i really want to thank you and stuff like that it was a christian artist Mm. and you know, I, 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 my mother, like I said, my grandmothers, um, all of my reverends and pastors in church, in the churches that I've, I've been a member of, like, I look at it as you're saying F you to me, but more than ever, you're saying F you to all of those people. And I'm going to let you know right now, like, I don't take um disrespect towards my mother or my grandmothers um lately so that's why i'm so vehemently against this thing and that's why i'm taking a stance on it but mm-hmm. like i said i've been like and, and people using this shit as like oh like you're homophobic you're just mad because he's gay like i don't give a fuck that he's gay like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what he does in his personal life doesn't affect me at all, much in the same way any of my other entertainers, as long as you're not doing things that are harmful to other people, you're not like abusive to children, stuff like that. Like, whatever you do in your personal life, that's you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Like, Mike, remember we worked, right? Mm-hmm. And they would have special playlists for artists, right? Wasn't there a week straight? Every time I came to work, I got the the playlist, the thing to change the playlist, and I'd always change it to what? Elton John. 80s. Oh, Elton John or 80s, too. Elton John, 80s. We we had the Summer of White Boy, but it was the Summer of Hall & Oates. Remember that? Every day in 2019, in the summer, it was... The same as I think it was, uh, you make my dreams. And it made made work fun. And guess what? The place I'm at now, they don't even play music. Mm -hmm. It's dreadful. But, but and, yeah, and I'm a huge um Luther Vandross fan, Queen, Queen, um Frank Ocean, all of these people, they're gay. Uh a lot of a lot of rap people, this is always a thing like back in the day, like they were like on the DL on whatever, whatever. But think about this. If you're an artist, just matter of fact, like you lean towards like um, being more sensitive and stuff. And I'm just going to tell you for a fact that, you know, that's um, they have a lot of emotions and stuff like that. And um, there's a lot of, you know, they emulate people that were backing them. I think there's a documentary about that now, I think, but like the people that would back them were living the lifestyle that were they like gangster rap and stuff like that. They were just like, the they were like artistically like representing them. You know, mm-hmm. is that that's a thing, right? Am I am I just like making that up? No, right. That's a thing, right? I mean, I'm not talking about like people on a DL. I'm talking about like people who are openly. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now they would um, be now because things are getting better. Which I, I'll, you know, I support that. Uh, also, with um, I, what I, I I said, uh, how you know the lapsed uh, Catholicism and all that, uh. So I grew up, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with this because the devil Im- imagery. So I grew up uh, in a, in a household, a, uh, you know, like multiple places. I grew up in that thing, and um, like my fa- my father is hist- he has a whole library of his, like history books. He read, you know, he can tell you things about the Trojan Wars. He can tell you about like the Assyrians and stuff like that. 
and uh i'm personally like I, I equate like a lot of the religious stuff to like things in society you know like um like the romans and stuff like they had like the you know king herod and all that and it was like it was uh it was a society or not society but like a political politically based like they didn't want this messiah to come because it would affect his reign and things like that um so but now like i was at my i was at his house and so i'm gonna get personal throw like a whole stack of a new thing in his library and it was like revisiting christ re, uh revisiting catholicism like he's looking for another way and that's because and my mom too she's like today's what what what's today good friday right yeah yeah so my mom was i was like i'm, I'm gonna tell her i was like go 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 go, go to mass yeah, before, before you continued i was like one of my thing i was like he does this on holy week nonetheless that was that was one of my my uh, see but see that, and that's passover another... passover and you know it's uh do, you know all three major religions you know i'm not discounting uh but before you finish what you were saying like he like I say, on Holy Week, nonetheless. So it's like, mm-hmm. is it by coincidence or is it by design? Happens and you're right. and you're saying, because look at it this way. Um, and I'm not trying to like cut into what you were saying, but mm. look at it this way. He does it during Holy Week. So if you're trying to offend Christian people, right? And mm-hmm. get them riled up. Like, aren't you accomplishing what you had to accomplish? So now, why are you whining about it? Own it. Own it. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's not it's not a whole thing. Own it. He's being a troll. Like you know how trolls they'll they'll like I always say when we're talking like you know between us I'm like I'll go on BuzzFeed and I'll like say shit just to like BuzzFeed stir the pot mm-hmm. on in the comments because you know that's where I like to do my trolling. Like I'm I'm mm-hmm. I, I, I like doing that, but. I think that's exactly what he's doing and he's getting the reaction and now he's mad. Like mm. he's mad that he's getting a reaction rather than like, well, you you accomplished what you had to accomplish and now you're with Nike ceasing desisting you. Now you're dealing with the ramifications of it. Freedom of speech and freedom of expression is not freedom from consequence. But Mike, continue. Uh I'm gonna go back to what I was saying, but uh I have my uh whole little uh collection of print stuff. He was accused of like having a messiah complex and he was exploiting uh, like madonna like, exploiting christianity imagery uh but you can also argue that he was struggling he was trying to like find himself and then he became you know eventually uh but he still struggled with stuff he he you went into a different uh religion uh yeah but i'm gonna go back with my mom like you know my mom like um my mom and dad like um like i think like maybe i don't know where we're live now but uh i told you like the backstory like they grew up with a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff and uh demons as they would say and you know i have my own and stuff like that but that's a real thing and then i i use the whole i don't think there's a little you know literal place where you go and if i did what, what i was taught is that it's not fire and brim it's not like it's they said what they told me and freaked me out i was like seven years old it was complete black darkness just like you're by yourself and it's a separation from you and god like you're, you're just there by yourself like there's like and then you're just there and like you have no like solid there's no uh um there's a thing because you know i get anxious sometimes and there's a the thing i always think about in uh in like the tradition of uh Catholicism where during the mass they say 
like save you, save a guided chair to save you from all anxiety. Like, you know, things are going to be all right. And I use, I apply it to everyday life, not just um, the things that criticize Christians with being thinking of thinking of they call the Bible with a fairy tale, you know, all that stuff like that. It, I think of it as like a way to live your life and have the best life you can and help elders and um, get you through life because life is hard sometimes, you know, and uh, you can always take literal things because there's a lot of historical things in it, too. Uh, based on you because know, I you know the historical stuff with it too um but if you just go through like kind of like the um I hate the word cherry picking I don't know, I think that has a weird connotation to it, but uh um yeah, some things you know not everything is gonna um ah, this is the first time I'm rambling but uh some things could help you out you know like you know but just don't keep it you know I don't say keep it to yourself but if it helps you okay uh, but you don't force someone else uh, to believe it. But then yeah, at the same time, this whole devil thing, like don't force someone to feel bad about it, being offended. If I'm offended by it, don't make me feel bad. And don't make me the enemy. You're the one who actually made this goddamn, you know, I mean, it's the guy, hey, I just cursed. But don't make me feel bad because that was your intention, obviously. You make me feel bad, um, then you want to like exploit me and make me look like a, the enemy. And that's a shame. And I feel like, but the other side too, some people purposely, uh, add, um, you know, uh, try to provoke uh, people that are trying to deal with their own things, uh, the, the other lifestyles and stuff. That's not right either. You know, you, you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a centric. So uh, apparently I'm the enemy now too, because if I, I have to choose a side and I like to listen to both sides and just find out like the good and the bad. You know, but hey, this is a, this is an everyday. Uh, we're all learning. This is what we're we're learning that we're all learning, and uh, some people are just reverting back to not, not something that's not going to cause any uh, positivity. I'm all about positivity. Yeah, uh, so, I feel like the point is that Lil Nas X, he's trying to be a provocateur. He's not doing anything different from right word. Um, any of these people. But again, when I say like the the provocation is outweighing the production, I think like he went on and I shared the, the video with Mike where he went mm -hmm. on the shop, which is a show with LeBron James and his um yeah, barbershop thing, you know. His agent friend where, you know, they get celebrities together and they're chatting in like a barbershop but lebron wasn't on this episode but his um friend and uh agent i believe um maverick carter he co-hosts the show with him he was there and they had kevin hart and lil nas x on the show and kevin hart i think essentially was like calling him out for that same reason in that like all right you're trying to um, basically have this persona being like the gay, the young gay black artist, but it's not, um, your, your, your content isn't matching, you know, your, basically the stories written about your lifestyle is, um, outdrawing or mm. out producing the amount of music that you're coming out with. 
So obviously Kevin Hart, this is like on the heels of, you know, um, when he was chosen to host the Oscars and then people brought up like jokes he made back in like the early 2000s where he was talking about, oh, like, I don't want my son to like, I don't want my son to grow up to be gay. And sometime in between the Oscars and then he had already like talk about it and kind of like distance himself and kind of like, you know, um, apologize for it. But essentially the Academy wanted him to apologize for it again. And he just refused to it. He, he refused to do it because essentially if people keep calling him out about it after he already spoke about it, it's going to keep coming up and up and up and up and up in his career. And he doesn't want to be defined by it. And he doesn't want people to define him by it. Mm-hmm. Um, so people already perceived like the interaction that they had with Kevin Hart just being homophobic. So the guy was asking um, Kevin Hart, like, I mean, not Kevin Hart, Lil Nas X. So you come out as gay and Kevin Hart said, so what? And then people took that as him trying to like down talk him and just obviously being like, all right, you're gay. Who cares? But I think what he was basically trying to see it, say is like, you know, if you watch it, Kevin Hart was saying, so what? I was to say, you know, in this era where it's, it's general, generally accepted to be LGBT, dare I say encouraged, because I feel like no. there's a lot of there's a lot of like female celebrities that come on and they're like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm pansexual or I'm gender, I'm sexually fluid and all that stuff. And it's like, I've never seen you with a woman before, but okay. Um, and if you look at the response to this, you know, making defense for satanic, satanic imagery and dismissing any argument as homophobic, so obviously, like people are, you know, riding that train where it's um, offen- you know, offensive if you're being critical towards them. Um, Kevin Hart is basically saying to them, "Why are you letting your sexuality be your persona rather than it be your lifestyle and your talent be your calling card and your persona?" You know, like the people I've discussed, Elton John. Um, Luther Vandross, Frank Ocean, Neil Patrick Harris, a lot of like actors who are gay and famous and people, mm. it's not like, oh, he's the gay guy, you know? Mm. Um, that's a struggle. That's a struggle. I think I've been, no, like, um, I, I, that's a struggle that I've been really interject real quick. That's a struggle where, um, uh, why I get what uh, Kevin Hart's saying, where it's like, why is that like? the uh, end all be all like why can't you just be like you know we talk about this stuff because like i don't want to use again we earlier on we said don't use the word normal but just like make it you know just an accepted thing like okay you just happen to be like you have a beard you have a your hair is this you're from here you know that's your whatever whatever um but then on the flip side um there's this whole thing where you have to like you if you are something you have to be a voice for that whole community and if you are not you're called, hey, uh, black people, are, they're called Uncle Tom's if they don't. Like, even though he just, oh, I'm just accepted. I, I, I'm i I'm just trying to be this. Um, but then I actually, um, I, I liked, uh, I, I felt for uh, Lil Nas X because he was just like, I didn't want to do this, 
I'm not using this to exploit it. Um, mm-hmm. Did you get that? From, you got that from that? Because I, when no. I watched that, did you no. get that from that? No. You thought I, he was actually using it? No, I feel like no, that was like something that was isolated from two years ago. But now that you know, mm. it's now you know that's 2019, that's 2021, and you look at like Lil Nas X. Like I said, he's a person. He had Old Town Road. He had Panini. I think he had one other song, Rodeo or something like that. And then now this song. And that's basically his whole career since he's jumped on the scene. Mm. And I think he rather, rather than, it's like, all right, I'm, you know, like I'm making music, but I'm in my personal life, I'm queer. I think he rather use his sexual identity to appeal to people's sensibilities. He wants people to like him because he's gay. And then if you don't like him, it is because he's gay. So he's creating that conversation around himself mm. that always keeps him relevant rather than, oh, like Lil Nas X is dropping a song or he dropped an album. So, um, all right, it's good. Let's support him. Oh, it's bad. All right, let's hope he does better the next time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he's keep he's using his whole persona and weird shit to keep himself relevant. Case in point, look at Lady Gaga. Remember when Lady Gaga used to do all that eccentric shit? But yeah, but she still music. had the music quality and a quality of um a, had like the portfolio to back it up. Cause it's like, oh, mm-hmm. like why does she have to wear like a meat dress? But yo, she she killed it on this song and she's putting out this album. And she's on this feature and she's on this and da da da. Whereas he is just like, man, like your catalog is kind of light, but your controversy and newsworthy or buzzworthy shit is like that's that's full. Like that 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 binder is full. Well, maybe hey man, you like you said, I had no idea. I guess he was 16 when he started, man. Maybe hey, he has a long road to go. He has a long country road to go. Um you and brought think, up Lady. You brought up Lady think, Gaga. Lady Gaga is the one that I wanted to bring up. And let me just say this real quick: it was more shocking to see her not so elaborate, not so purposely trying to be like pushing the envelope. And same with Marilyn Manson. When you first saw him without his like shtick and everything, uh, like he was in a movie where he just was like a he was supposed to be like a redneck from from Florida, which he is from the Panhandle, Florida. And it was shocking to see him just like wearing jeans, you know. It was shocking to see Prince wearing like normal clothes. Yeah, but anyway. But I I think like Kevin Hart, like he was coming from an area like you say, with like oh like if you're a black artist and you don't do black things like your Uncle Tom, like Kevin Hart in the comedy community, he's very criticized in the black comic community because everybody thinks like he's a sellout um he does all of these stuff and i think kevin hart was coming from the place of like all right like me personally i wasn't gonna just be the black comedian who was popular to black people so i branded myself and branched out whether it's doing stand-up whether it's um being in movies and tv like how we talked about patricia patrice o'neill where he shot away from that but kevin hart like leaped towards that and i think he was coming from a place of genuine 
um, care, but at the same time, curiosity and saying, like, is this what you want to do? Like, are you just, like, going to be, like, the gay guy that does music or are you the guy that does music who happens to be gay? And I don't think people took it that way. And they took it mm. as him, you know, vilifying him or, or, or antagonizing him for coming out. Or twisting the words around, which I feel it happens all the time. Or just right. taking like, take, all right. So people nowadays, like they see it, they see it written out. There's no, there's no communication anymore. Like it's just like things written on like a. It, there's some clips and videos and stuff. Uh, maybe I said I fell for him, little Nas X, because I felt like he was getting like targeted or attacked, whatever. But I think he held his own. That's what I meant. Where he, he held his own. He where he was like, you know, in this thing, and. You know, I'm not from that. I'm not from that background, but like a barber shop, you know, that's a place where things get talked about, right? That's what you know, like yeah. things. So that's like a very intimate man to man. Let's talk about it. Uh, they talk about it, it, everything's on the table, and um, maybe it's only a, it was a minute and six second clip. Uh, let someone say something afterwards before you freaking uh, just use a uh, one minute or 30 seconds just to, to define his whole life and his whole experience and his whole journey, you know? So that's the thing. Yeah. So we'll see how this whole thing plays out. Okay. Also this week, uh, as I've been looking, I've been more involved with Twitter, just, you know, going through the trending stuff. I saw uh white boy summer. I thought it was white water summer. One of my favorite movies from the eighties, but it was white boy summer. And I was like, all right, what is this? I thought it was just someone like using the hashtag um, mockingly, just whatever, whatever. I click on it and I see my old friend Chet Hanks, mm-hmm. aka Chet Hayes. Yeah. And I think probably like seven or 10 years ago, um, Howard Stern, well, who said a lot of offensive things too at the time, um, that I'm, I may get into it later, but uh, they played like his uh, music. And it was like they were making jokes, like because uh, it was like it was rap. So they were like, "Man, my dad made me go to the fucking ski slopes. I didn't want to go." And things like that. So obviously, he is the son of Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks. Um, you know, biggest one of some of the biggest actors in the last. Uh, Tom Hanks is definitely the one of the biggest actors in the last thirty years. Uh, actually, one of the first people that said they had COVID a year ago. If you remember that, that was a big deal. Um, he's like you know beloved. It was like a lot of his roles are even early on, like old '80s movies, or like you could still watch them. Big is one of my favorite movies of all time. And um, so in his video, uh, it was like a stereotypical Instagram video where he had the camera, and he's driving, and he's like, uh, you know what? I have a feeling, man. I have a feeling this is going to be this is this is it, man. This is going to be white boy summer, and then he. Uh, Right away, it was like, I'm not talking about Trump. I'm not talking about pro NASCAR and stuff like that. I'm not going to wear plaid shirts. And I was just like, all right. And um, so that was like, that was early on. And I was just looking at like, whatever, whatever. But then as the week uh, progressed, uh, especially recently, I realized that he was uh, about to launch new merchandise. And it was under the label of like White Boy Summer. Uh, there's a whole website, like hoodies, um, you know, like uh, hats and everything. And right away, like Twitter was, you know, like Shug, uh, when you first saw it, you, 
you just like you know glance at it right so what was your first things on it, you know a second ostrich because i was like sadly mistaken because i actually thought that every summer since the beginning of the middle passage and the transatlantic slave trade and colonization although every summer since then has been white boy summer well, i uh, said century Cent- oh white boy century you know you, you still my bit whatever like thousands of years is for white boys it's been that white boy um thing but you know chet hayes chet hanks it's my second favorite um hank's son behind colin big fan of colin hanks underrated actor um at all i actually you know people like he he people started making fun of him um well, first of all, like, you know, he, he tried, he, he had his hand in, like, rapping. And, you know, it's always kind of funny when, like, you know, a white guy raps in general, um, especially one who's, like, literally, like, the son of one of the greatest um, film actors, especially, like, probably the greatest film actor of our generation. Um. So he was getting a lot of flack for that. And then like a year or two ago, like he just popped on like the same way he made these videos. And he even like did it a little bit in one of the videos. Like he he started using a Jamaican accent and people were, like offended at that and make it fun of that. And I was like, yo, he actually sound like he I was like, he he actually gotta sound like a Jamaican dude when he's talking. And I'm like, if you saw it, if you heard the voice and you didn't see the face, you'd actually think like it was a Jamaican dude. He was like not good at it. I was like, he had a better Jamaican accent than Tay Diggs had in um, yeah, how Stella got her groove back. Boy was like, Stella, how can you do this to me? And I was just like, all right, Tay Diggs should never do a Jamaican person again. But yeah, Chet, Chet Hanks, he, he had that going for him. But I'm actually... I don't like the name white boy summer for the reasons I've said before. Like it's, it's, um, it's easy to, um, assume that it was, you know, it's, it's something bad, you know, white boys, proud boys, like kind of sounds alike. And then like, I've seen some of the merchandise you talked about where like they have white boy summer, but it's in like old English writing. So people were saying like, he picked like the SS, um Nazi font for for the the white boy summer stuff um and in the video he he was you know he said that he was like I'm not talking about Trump I'm not talking about NASCAR he was like I'm talking about John B and Jack Harlow who's a rapper um but I appreciated the John B name drop because black people are definitely big fans of John B if you're not familiar with him we're in the 90s with Babyface and Tupac had, you know, one of the famous songs Tupac had. Oh, uh, but a lot of uh, the framework, I like the outline of um, White Boy Summer because he said, no plaid shirts, can't be looking like a picnic table, um, no vineyard vines, uh, no Sperry's and no polos. And he said the preferential wear or gear is black tees or white tees. 
and the shoe preferences, Vans, uh, Chucks. I assume he was talking about Chuck Taylors and Jordans. He was like, you know, he, he you know, as long as they're not Sperry's, as long as you're not wearing boat shoes. And he said, stop calling. You can't be calling girls smoke shows. That's, that's something and not like, bro, like bar stools. Yeah, that barstool lifestyle. Yeah, he yeah. he apparently frat boy. He definitely pissed off that community. So I, I, he already got he already got my support in that department. Um, and you know I'm with the outlines of it, as in like we can check like white dudes for you know being white privileged assholes, but you know like I said, in reality, every summer since like the Middle Passage has been white boy summer. I gotta say, um, I don't like Chuck Taylor. I don't like I don't like the Vans. I never go out. I like black top. No. What I at work I wore uh, high top black Reeboks. You know, I like very simple or the white ones. You know, and then uh, I just bought my new pair again. I just I don't care. I just I don't. I, oh, this is what we forgot to mention. I'll bring it over there. Sophisticated sneakerheads. That was a thing, but I forgot to mention that. But I'll, I'll bring that up again. Um, but yeah, but he. He, um, why can't this be just a bit, you know, like it's considered like a freaking, uh, dogmatic, like this guy is speaking for the white people, you know, like why can't you just do a bit and just like, uh, I know that I mentioned this one rapper that, uh, you remember the first, one of the first times we started like chatting, I was like, uh, uh, you know, Bronsonini, you know, like action Bronson and stuff like that. Uh, he always did like those type of bits. Uh, but uh, he wasn't obviously a son of a uh, you know celebrities and stuff like that. But a lot of things were kind of like self-deprecating. Like, well, this could be a self-deprecating thing, but it's being like used as like he's the spokesperson for this because he's using the gothic, whatever, whatever. And then if he uses a graffiti, then he'd be oh, he's he's uh you know he's uh he's taking the culture and things like that. So what would he do? Like just like courier? What's a better font? What do you think? Comic Sans? I think Comic Sans would have worked, but uh, it's annoying. It's like <laughs> Invisible Ink. <laughs> Invisible Ink would be the preferred font for me. Like if you're gonna Dick, write, if the writing is White Boy Summer, Dick Tracy style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like I don't like uh, White Boy Summer. I like it's like I don't know. Is he trying to like I don't know? Like, I don't think you're upset because you wouldn't be allowed into White Boy Summer because you you, you <laughs> violate the you violate the dress code every week. How do I violate it? I'm wearing wrestling shit. You wear like a whole like I like that ain't a black tee or a white tee. What what kind? What's the shoes? Where's the shoes at? Are those Vans? My undershirts are always you, black. Are, white. are are you wearing Vans, Chucks, or Jordans? I'm about no, to. Re- I'm gonna report you to Chat Hayes. No. I'm gonna I'll comment your your profile so he could he could flag you down. But nah, you know like. It's it's funny as hell, like this um thing because actually when he, cause he said the the thing in a video, but then somebody wrote it down on paper, and or typed it out on pay on like a, a on like a um on like a notepad and like seeing it in writing, I remember I had this one tweet that somebody said that like you know like when you go to bars and restaurants, they don't, you know, ban like Sperry's and Polo's and, you know, stuff that regular, like, you know, bar stool guys wear when they go to the bars, but they be, you know, those guys are, are like just as rambunctious and they fight and they cause ruckuses in the same way that black people do. 
but those restaurants always have um boots you know they they always have like these dress codes that are very like racially insensitive and you've seen like a bunch of them videos online where it's like you know guys going to like these restaurants or men and women going to the restaurants where they're getting kicked out um for wearing certain things but that's that's like supposedly against the dress code all the while like in the same video you can see like a white family wearing the same shit that they said they're not like allowed to wear so that was one of the things like I, I was thinking about because when when i saw that it reminded me of this place in um in pittsburgh that we used to to frequent this this bar and the the um the open secret in the community out there is like the place is like really racist um the staff in there are racist the dress codes are racist the security are especially racist um one time i actually went there and i had on like a white t-shirt but i had on like a, a vest over it and i went to the door and it was like yeah like we're not letting you in like you gotta have like you can't have a solid colored shirt on and i'm like but i got this vest on it's not like me just walking in there with a white t-shirt i got like a vest and i had to literally switch shirts with my friend's cousin in the middle of the freaking street like popped out had my belly out and all of that and like my friend it's funny as hell because my friend's cousin he's um like he he's like fit like he used to play football um college football so my friend he joked he was like look at that it's the before point at me and then the after you do the workout mm. <laughs> and we had to swap shirts so i had to wear his shirt oh he had on like a pittsburgh penguin shirt so me and him swapped shirts and we had to go just in just for me to get into this place um i'll actually like that story i'm gonna actually do a story time and i'm gonna expand on the whole day because there was a whole experience at the place um but yeah, that's one of the things I thought of. I was like, when he dropped like the dress code, I was just how like, you know, people who wear these type of shits, like, let's be honest, um, Brock Turner, the the guy who um raped this young lady up at Stanford and then basically got like a slap on the wrist. You know, that was the type of shit he was wearing. All the stuff that um Chet Hanks was saying, like, yo, like you're not wearing this, like this is not cool, like that's the type of things you see those guys in. And these are the same dudes that, you know, um, grab them by the pussy. Like, you know, when they were talking about locker room talk, those are the type of guys they were talking about. So I, I looked at it I, like while like the grand scheme of it and the optics of it looks bad. Like that was my takeaway from it that like, he was just calling out like white dudes that are like, you know, privileged, misogynistic, like, Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I usually don't like, I usually don't like to wear them, but I'm wearing a hat now. Uh, so that's just something I've been doing since I was in like 98. You know, I started with the Yankee hats, the multiple different, you know, the different color Yankee hats and stuff like that. And I just always wore a hat. Um, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with it now because I'm going bold now because of the hats apparently. But, uh, uh, there's a, there's one bar, all the bars in my neighborhood, uh, you couldn't wear a hat. You couldn't wear a fitted hat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know how many times I got, like, 
got to take your hat off. And I'm like, there's a dude right there wearing a freaking um, visor. There's a guy wearing a goddamn Kangol. There's a guy, you know, there's like people wearing different types of hat. No hats um, in the club, big man. <laughs> and then another thing was I was on a date. And I was like, I finally got this. I finally got this uh, this special woman in my life. No, no, no. Uh, abroad. And uh, I got kicked. I didn't get led into the uh, club. It was in uh, Lower Manhattan because I was wearing Timbos. I was wearing Timberlands. And they were like, nope, no boots, man. No boots, you're out. And I'm like, she was like, oh, there, there, there's a, hey, mate, there's sneakers over here. And then I tried to like wear someone else's sneakers to get in at least. And it, they were too like small. And then that was, you know, that, that fizzled because I couldn't get into a, a fancy club. But dress codes is, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's interesting. I didn't really think about that. Um, but I get, you know, I also get what he's saying, like, you know, NASCAR, uh, you know, but, um, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, so you can't watch NASCAR? Like, I get the whole, we talked about Bubba, you know, the whole thing with, but like, you know, the, ah, I'm always like anti, like, um, I don't want Chet, I don't want Chet Hayes to be my spokesperson. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's like a freaking, he's a privilege, you know, it's annoying me. That's why, you know, I kind of want to talk about it. Um, he doesn't speak for me. Uh, the Jamaican thing was funny because uh, it was after the Golden Globes and like Tom Hanks was like crying. He was like, this is a big deal. And he's like crying and stuff. And the first, they don't talk about Tom Hanks's like emotional speech. They talk about his son doing a Jamaican accent, which is like funny. Cause like Tom Hanks must be like this fucking guy, you know, this fucking guy. And then Colin Hanks, I had a bit uh, last year where I'm like, he's too nice. Maybe he's a weirdo. You know, he's too nice because uh, I'm a big fan of Fargo. You know, we watched Fargo. He was he was really good in that. It's just an interesting dynamic because it's so like um, stark. Like um, they, you know, like uh, Tom Hanks is like this, you know, this character in our uh, pop culture, and they always say Chet is like, uh, oh my god, they must hate this guy compared to everyone else. Like he's so annoying and stuff. Uh, but maybe he's just being weird. Like, you know, I don't know, not weird, but just like trying to be, uh, like you said, provocateur. Like, uh, this is his version of uh, exploiting the whole, which is killing people. It's just, it's been insane, you know, especially re- recently. Like, he's like using the word, you know, white boy, you know, like and using all that stuff just to do his marketing. Uh, it's not, you know, uh, you said the other thing was like uh, Holy Week, but he might, is he exploiting the whole tension in our society just to promote like a uh, merchandise, you know, like um, branding. Cause I'm always thinking about that. Um, but then l- let's get into the, the after the backlash, uh, he also announced that he's doing black queen summer. Cause he's like, white boys and black Queens need to, you know, he's doing the whole thing. And you know, it was just like, um, how do you feel about that? Because we didn't even say that uh, the whole apparently is based off of Megan Thee Stallion, who's a rising star. Like she, you know, we, we talked about uh, wet ass pussy, you know, and everything else like that. And um, people are saying like, oh, he's, you know, glamming, glamming, or he's like exploiting that, you know, which is in a microcosm of white rappers exploiting this whole culture that grew out of uh you know black and you know in the latino neighborhoods and stuff like that so um does that does that make sense what's the question the question is just like um how do you um 
like you know like, like i think it's like being just a bit or cute and stuff but uh all the responses i'm seeing is that he's they're equating it to this whole other issue of a right you know right wing national thing but he's like he's chet hayes he's chet you know he's just trying to get his name out there and like do you know like um like a media stunt um and then it's been it's been it's been talk about fucking hitler and nazis and stuff like that you know but what's the, that's the same thing as like using uh demonic imagery i think you know so well, what's the, they're mean, both getting shitted on i mean he he, he explicitly said like i think what he was implying with the i'm not talking about trump and nascar i think he was he didn't say it explicitly but i think he was pointing out like i'm not talking about like white nationalism and like right wing and proud boys and that type of shit i'm just talking about like if you like a chill ass like white dude this is how you should go about your summer you know what i'm saying like so that you know like because i mean i guess if i'm playing devil's advocate here like <laughs> white devil's advocate um I, album. Um, I think he's trying to say that over the past, well, obviously is much longer than that, but especially over the last four or five years where just being like a white supremacist and just like, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of white people that made white people in general look like bad um that he's trying to kind of like reclaim it and try to have a summer where or, or try to create an environment or a vibe where like white people could just be chill as hell and just appreciate people without being like insensitive racist privileged assholes like that's what i got from it and no, as far no. as like the black queen summer like i think he was just saying like um because he he i think he he's like he he likes black women like that's who he's attracted to so obviously he got like this um zaddy culture where like you know you know a lot of black women are like oh like oh he, he's a fine ass white boy blah 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 blah, blah. and like he's kind of like playing that shit up much in the same way like a black dude who's really into white women would be like oh like you need to be you know like our thing when we was in college was like we'd be like um hashtag team black boys um i think he's basically kind of like doing our same shit uh, yeah no, just for white dudes no i know i agree i just didn't um you know I, I i didn't explain it correctly uh basically what i'm saying is like the reaction to it is what i'm actually talking about where he's doing this whole thing and i totally get what he's doing i, I totally get what he's doing i grew up I grew up listening to like rap music and stuff and be like, why are you listening to that? And, or like whatever, whatever. And like I had like, you know, uh representation, like my version of that was uh How's It Pain Everlast, you know? And I always said I didn't like Eminem and stuff like that, but like because like because they had a beef and stuff, but I you know grew up like, you know, um I like people that like kind of represent me like a guy from new york whatever i have a lot of experiences and stuff that's why my favorite comedian is colin quinn he's from new york and he you know he he you know he talks about stuff and uh he has experiences where he's not you know like the plaid shirt thing or whatever and like the golf course thing i have no that is not i have no fucking clue with that you know i i didn't throw up on that and uh i you know i always like someone who's kind of talks more for me i guess 
uh, but I, the the whole like social media reaction to it was um, the first reaction, the um, knee jerk reaction was to say like, oh, the, his the imagery and like let's this this academia like you know this uh well let's break down this is in you know 1800 this was like a this, this font was used for all this stuff like that and i'm just like this dude just made a video on instagram and he's having fun and he's like the same thing you said I, i'm on the same page as that i just the, the backlash to it is um you take it to such an extreme uh, and then and then, no but little nas x the same thing you take it to an extreme where uh you know you can argue like you know it's like they were um they hurt people you know there's a there's a strong reaction to it uh it's not on the same level but it's it's also just you know i always talk about social media where it's like they see one thing and then the, the, that that becomes like the narrative where he's you know exploiting and stuff like that and uh, i mean I, like well you could keep bringing back the, the last segment but um of course, like that's what people's first reaction is gonna be. That was my first reaction when I saw it. Like, oh, Chet mm-hmm. Hanks, Chet Hanks is saying it's gonna be white boy summer. I'm like, what kind of like racist shit is that? Much in the same way, like when we talked about Lil Nas X, where it's like, all right, I'm putting out Satan, um, Satan, Lil Nas X, Satan, Nike Air Max, ninety sevens, and your first reaction is like. Oh, like the first thing you're seeing ain't Lil Nas X. What you're seeing is Nike and Satan. So you assume that this is, and you know, Nike always like endorses or they have collaborations with musicians. They have co- collaborations, obviously, with athletes, um, all these different type of people. So your first. Um, instinct because they have um, I think Jordan Brown is doing something with Drake and OVO so that's my first reaction is like oh this got to be something that Nike is like endorsing so then people go around and they're like oh like it's got to be Nike all right well I'm gonna direct all my hate towards Nike but Mm -hmm. then when you open it out and it's like nah it's him taking these Nike shoes giving them to this uh brand um out of brooklyn or whatever that you said and they're making the shoes by using paint that has like a drop of blood in it and then putting 666 satan all of this stuff on it it has nothing to do with um nike but at the same time with like chet hayes when you see white boy summon and you're watching them videos and it's like he ain't really like saying nothing like that's to offend anybody really because even as long as he like it didn't offend me like now if he said like it's white boy summer and black queen summer but and we're gonna get like black dudes out of the paint and white boys are taking over some shit like that then i'm gonna be offended by it because who knows what if he's like it's gonna be white boy summer and it's gonna be black king and queen summer and it's like all right that's something i could get behind fuck it it, no, uh, I I thought it was funny because it's like self. I I like comedy. I like you know, uh, self. It's like self-deprecating. You know, I can do the same thing. Uh, there actually was this thing, based off a of true romance. You know, he must have thought it was White Boy Day. Remember, uh, you seen True Romance, right, with Gary Oldman? No, I never uh, watched the whole movie. 
Oh, uh, okay. Well, there's a thing where he was like, he was like one uh, sixteenth, like Native American, whatever. So like, uh, that was a joke, I guess. But he's like, this who who's this guy? Who's who's this white boy coming in here? And he's like, mm-hmm. he must have thought it was White Boy Day. It's White Boy Summer now, but like White Boy Day. Uh, and there was like a whole rap, um, underground rap because I like underground rap from the '90s and like early 2000s. And they would like use that as like you know, kind of like a self-deprecating. It's not like a like uh, oh, white people are gonna you know. Hey, you know, we're taking over everything. It was just like a, you know, hey, we know we're what's the word that you always used to use? Um oh you're you know, I don't know how the the, the but like, oh you're you know, this you're it's a you're a guest in our community, you know, like that. Have respect. I think this is like a self-deprecating version of kind of that. Like, you know, I have respect, you know, on things like that. But uh, yeah, I just think the the reaction to it was like over the top. Um yeah, and I also think the whole like uh, to, going back to the last thing it was kind of like corny anyway. But uh, yeah, this. But then uh, let's go into the other than it. That's more kind of more important. Um, uh, there's a you know the restraining order with uh, Chet Hanks uh, stemming from something that happened in January. Uh, I guess that went under the radar. I didn't know uh, unless it was just never publicly released. Uh, but like, uh, he lived in Texas with his like ex-girlfriend and there was a judge, uh, they had the, again, like the, 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 the Nike doing the whole, uh, season assist, uh, thing, but this was with his ex-girlfriend who, uh, was like, uh, Kriana, uh, Parker. I don't know if, if she has like, any like celebrity status or whatever, but she happens to be, uh, black, I think, um, what you were saying. Um, so that's like, that's the latest thing happening now. Where uh um, no, like I seen a video of him, I guess that's with her, where like I guess blood, he accused man. yeah, and I was like the dude was you know, he was like he she's attacking me and like dude's face looked like stone cold um against yeah. her heart at WrestleMania thirteen and I'm like <laughs> watching a video and he's like she's she's beating on me, like she just tried to stab me, look at the knife, and I'm like he's walking around for like thirty seconds. I'm like, bro, like I was like Buddy, are you not gonna like seek like medical attention? Like, you just gonna let, you just gonna he be was, hemorrhaging for your head? Oh. He was no, he was selling it like wrestling. He was selling it, um, but yeah, like, um, yeah. So I know, I you know, that's an, that's an, the newest thing about this, which is stemming from him doing this whole, what is it, publicity stunt? You know, um, but this is like four months ago. You know? So is this another? Thing. I don't, I don't, know, the, I don't know the facts. Yeah, it, yeah, of course. I don't yeah. want to like speculate on on it. This this just happened. Um, it was it was it was it's the second. So like um, Texas time, like at eleven o'clock. So it's only been like eighteen hours, uh, uh, twenty and thirty hours or whatever. So um, yeah, but then the like I was saying, I was joking with. I had this. I had the feed up here still. Um, literally, there's a whole list of like. If you type in Chet Hanks, you know, usually if you type in like a major event, it's just like the Guardian, Hollywood Reporter, New York Times, but it's the same exact topic. This is like individually different things that are going on with like with with him, uh, like the, the the whole white boy summer thing, and like what does it mean? And then like one's like joking about it, and then like I sort of Vice is like, let's break this down, and it's like an academia thing where it's like like thirty different po- different uh pages about like what is what is how does this reflect 
the history of you know the you know racism in, in the world in America and stuff and it's people are breaking it down like it's like um, you know like the uh, doing like thesis on it uh, but then you also have this the, the new thing with the domestic uh, violence thing yeah I mean I mean of course we always talk about different things like it, there's so many things going on but is it what do you think like there's like I said there's people just using it as like tabloid um, fodder but then like someone like Vice um they're using this as like all right let's break this down like how how does this relate to society and stuff which is very interesting to me because uh like one moment in time uh a um not random i don't want to say random but uh just like, like a like a singular uh, moment uh and then you try to like or you you try to apply it to the whole society or the, this is what it means. Like, this is a, our dynamic between different uh, cultures and stuff. And uh, we also touched upon this where it's like one individual act doesn't necessarily uh, represent like systematic, like, like I'm, I, I completely agree with like systematic racism, but like if some guy like did something to uh, like a, like a, uh, like a hate crime, that is not necessarily like the whole thing. Like you talk about Jim Crow and everything. That is a that I completely agree that things were set up uh, to generationally like oppress and uh, or just keep a status quo. Um, but I think like you know again we're talking about some guy who just and this is what I was going to bring up. Um, they get shitted on all the time. Not so much anymore because of. Uh, a lot of things are done, but like the Kardashians were always considered like, you, you, did you think about the Kardashians at all about this? Because like, you know, they're like social media um, savvy, you know, they have the most like um, followers and everything. And they utilize social media to build like a, a, a empire. Um, and I think uh, Chet Hayes, I'm gonna call him Chet Hayes, like is uh, trying to do the same thing, like utilizing social media and maybe it backfired but a lot of people use it to like uh just like stand out in a crowd of millions of people that are trying to do the same thing of course he had to leg up with a celebrity background and uh you know we, we do use the word privilege um so i think um i think it was premeditated where, like, oh people are going to like respond to this uh is he that's if you know was he that like okay this is going to be we're i'm going to split people up and everything and uh my name is going to be out there for a while maybe there's a publicist uh, a publicist behind it also because i always think about that with the media background um but yeah but i i brought it up to initially just uh because i i was trying to have fun with it with you because you know i was like hey this is a white boy somewhere like you know uh i thought about like big you know, like uh, Tom Hanks, where he's like, his whole summer was he became like a man. You know, I was like, I don't know. I just think it's weird with the whole Tom Hanks connection. Um, but yeah, so when I when I dove in deeper, uh, I kind of was trying to like doing my own version of that. You know, the acad academia, like, how does this relate to everything else? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, you know, that's what I think. No questions. I'm just letting you know, like. Uh, this kind of is like a parallel to a lot of other things that happen on social media, uh, where one moment happens and then it's just, it springboards to all everyone, like 
rightfully so, having their own opinion on it and having a conversation, which is, you know, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think. But not when it's like, yeah, go. Yeah, I I just think a dude was just clowning on Instagram, just just clowning on an Instagram story. And, a bit, yeah. And it caught fire and, it, you know, people was engaging with it and people were having, like, a good time with it on Black Twitter because I'm pretty sure that's where it, it um, where it kind of, like, lived and grew because, like, we was all, like, laughing at it. It was all, like, it was, it was funny. Um, That's true. Uh, so I had, like, a lot more um, laugh. It, it, a lot more engagement with people on you know joking on it and then the fact that he kept on coming out with more and more stuff and it ended up becoming more um funnier as it went i think it, it, it um i think it was just like like self-deprecating humor um maybe what you took for from it was you know all of that like in-depth um oh no no, no. i stuff, i so said i, I said i I said self-deprecating, like it was a bit. I say like, he's doing a bit. It's like it's self-deprecating. It's like, uh, you know. But you know, I couldn't I tell. Can't... I couldn't tell from your dissertation. Well, no. I thought you was opening um freaking white white boy summer sociology one hundred and one. So I was just sitting and I'm thinking, oh, no. like, did I did I bring my notebook? Should I take this, no, write this down? Like, no, I, I no, I am saying that like is, is you said, black assignment? Twitter. No, I'm telling you, like, I'm saying my response is an- not anti, but I'm I'm criti- critical of the people that are turning it into that, where it's just some dude doing a self-deprecating, like, self-promotion, doing a bit, but they're turning this into a whole dissertation, and I'm like, it doesn't have to go that far, man. It's like, it's, you know, you take it to the next level. So I just wanted to elaborate on that. Uh, like, uh, I was just being, like, trying to assume not assume but i'm trying to like think like where they're taking this i'm totally on board like i i sometimes i just like i forget to mention the first part and i go to the end uh because i'm a little you know is my essay response supposed to be in apa format or mla format because i'm not chicago okay yeah because i'm not familiar (laughs) i'm 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 used to the mla format well, you know me, man. I I think this is all double kinda... space or single space. Because if if it has to be like yeah. five pages, I'm gonna have to do a double page, double space. Half a page is a, a JPEG. <laughs> no, but you know I'm like I. This is like superficial stuff that the people are taking it way too far. And um, I was just trying to re- uh, you know just like illustrate where where I you know I, like I I see that, but then I see like all the responses. I know this is not totally like everyone's opinion. It's like a you know like a uh, vocal minority, but like the the whole uh, this whole thing with like the breaking things down like so like you know just I can do a video or whatever, and like I make a meme. I make memes that are you know I'm not being dead serious. You know I'm not being I'm just like being like comedy. They've been saying comedy has gotten like neutered. Like you can't joke around about things anymore. I think you should. You know, you should be doing, uh, you know, that type of thing. So you know, I don't want to get a, you know, I don't want to like think like I'm I'm getting all serious about this shit. But I'm just saying, the back the 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 response to it from a you know from some people made me just like this is right, let's talk about this now let's talk about this. I thought it was silly too, but like 
what you're equating it to, you know, this whole other, um, taking it to a whole nother level where sometimes you should, because there's a lot of things going out there. This is not the time. It's just some dude doing a bit, but I digress. Yeah. What else? No, <laughs> Wait, come on. The, the way it is, I'm like, I am I'm like on black Twitter. It was just like comic view. I, like how you explain it, it's like a white, white Twitter. Y'all was like doing like. I ain't uh, white Twitter. White Twitter was doing like. <laughs> I'm white Twitter. Freaking like, like journals on it. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> I'm you? a white, tw- I'm a white twit. I ain't, I'm not white Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, we we saw we haven't fought over here. It was cracking jokes and shit. Yeah, I thought I was on board with that, but um, I shouldn't. I shouldn't uh, let it slide. Let it, let them, you know, let people think, break it down. Because then next week they'll talk about somebody else, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to? Uh, uh, no, do you want to compare? I I I wanted to bring this up also because I I was comparing it to. Uh, you know, like media and uh, corporate backing and money with self-expression. Um, but if you use self-expression as kind of like a, as like a, a, a not a force field, uh, was like like using it as like a, an, an excuse or, um, but you're really just trying to like provoke other people, which is art sometimes. Um, we don't don't de- don't demonize. Like, let's use demonize like a corporation whose their bottom line is like people's lives are also like in stake with this, like their livelihood. Um, Which corporation are you talking about? Damn Nike. You know, I'm talking about Nike and shit like that. I'm gonna go back to that just to because no, I want to. But I'm, I'm like I'm calling it like Seth, Chet Hayes. He just opened up like Instagram was just like talking shit. Like just shoot, you know, just bullshit, and and then like oh no, he, he opened his own company. It. Yeah, but he, he wasn't like that. Came from the joke. I don't think his mm. original intention was that. I don't think it like yeah, you know, it it. I don't think like the whole thing was meant to lead to discussions on like corporations and commercialization and marketing yeah. or what have you. I think it was just a, a joke. And um, you know, yeah. he kept on rolling with it. It was it's funny. I'm hoping he puts out another video, like yeah. telling us more, more of the, um, more of the the possible the the possibilities of this white boy summer. He's in character, and I'm from a background of He's in character. He's doing a bit. Um, I'm just stirring the shit. Uh, I'm trying to get some. Uh, <laughs> I start. Yeah, you know, I start. I like stirring the shit sometimes. You know, just. You know, if that you know, yeah. I'm a I'm a provocateur too. Okay, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bust my balls. Final thoughts, Mike. Another lively debate, discussion, conversation, having a good time, having a laugh, bullshitting with my uh, dear friend Shug, mm-hmm. and uh, little Nas X and the, the Satan shoes. Um, that whole deal. Uh, what I talked about was, you know, expression, you know, I'm, 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 I have a Andy Warhol book right next to me now that I, I get a lot of things they were doing. Commercialism was post-World War II. Everything became commercial, uh, in the fifties. 
our favorite one of our favorite shows or my favorite show was like Mad Men. It was about like that. So his whole thing was let me just like take this and do like an art project with it. And I'm gonna utilize this iconic logo. It's like using the golden arches for McDonald's. He got shit for it and stuff like that. But uh I he didn't get paid for it. It was kind of just like a you know, maybe he got paid like by um you know patronage, uh like like the art people be like oh my god like always sunny where it's like art is art the worth of art is based on like you know reactions and stuff but now we're talking about this where it's a company it's a company but it's an art collective as well and they're profiting from this i'm not sure if they're giving it to an art program or something like that i'm I'm, i'm not sure i might like talking shit about it but maybe it is but i'm not sure but they're profiting from it. You know, it's like a thousand dollars a shoe or more than that, a thousand dollars plus a shoe, a limited run. So that means like people are going to buy it right away, like pre pre-order it. And uh, Nike had like, you know, they had every right to say uh, you know, cease and desist and uh, try to stop this because it damages their brand. Um, I know it's post-market, but they still have shoes out there, sneakers out there uh that would affect people buying their shoes uh because i know everything about uh rebranding way 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 like public domain stuff and it's kind of like a nostalgia thing nike is not nostalgia i know because people still buy like old you know jordans and stuff like that and they they didn't re-release them if they re-released the air max 97s people would associate it with this and they wouldn't buy it in theory they have the right to uh, challenge it. And it was accepted by the courts. Uh, they, uh, the art collectives uh, lawyers had their own opinion and it, you can respect that as well, where they're saying a uh, Nike works with other um, projects that are post market. Uh, and there was like, you know, there's no issue with that. Even though other, other uh, voice, uh, other, um, uh, there's other other side that says like oh i don't want to you know why can't i do this my own expression uh but this is okay uh so i like to go like both sides just to like you know but uh with chet hanks uh big fan of tom hanks um they always made fun of him they would call him like you know is this where so he was a black sheep of the family but you know he's He's uh he's speaking his he he's he's expressing himself. Um, just you know you you if my dad was like you know whatever whatever, an executive at some company and stuff. Uh, but I got involved and I like this uh, like a culture or a subculture, um, and you say like oh I can't, you're not allowed to do you can't explore this. Um. Because there's so many people. The Tom Morello is the son of a uh, was it a president of a nation, and he got into you know like uh, rock music and hard rock, you know like the Rage Against the Machine. Uh, you can't be like, oh, you grew up in a you know like a political family and stuff like that, but you're in like a rock band, which is usually like same as like rap, where like you're people that like you know just oh got involved with this and like in your garage or. Uh, that whole thing. So you're already you're already labeling him as phony, or he's a phony because uh, obviously if you're like from that type of family, a little aristocratic family too, um, 
you know, like you don't have a right to express yourself. So um, expression, you know, that, that, that's the whole thing. I'm all about that. Um, people listening to this might be like, look, this is asshole talking. What the fuck is he talking about? But uh, everyone has a right to their own opinion. Uh, and we have the right to say, I agree or I, I disagree. And that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the little Nas X thing, like I view it more of uh, art, you know, him as an artist, like, Again, are you trying to be um, this great musician who happens to be gay, or are you um, the gay guy that sometimes does music and, you know, you're using hate and controversy to kind of, like, keep yourself relevant? Because, as I said, like, he's put out four songs in, like, four years um no album apparently this is his album is coming out after this song so um it's just a matter of what are your um what what his ambition was in um doing this and like mike said it's it's up to nike to choose pick and choose who they want to work with and who they allow to use their sneaker designs in order to customize and and um merchandise um so it'd be interesting to see how things go um going forward chat hayes i think just the fact that like what you know the whole white boy summer thing like i don't think the the fact that i I could appreciate that it didn't come from a place of hate it came actually the way i'm um viewing it as I think it came from a place of like self-love like you know he just wanted to um kind of like reach out to other like non-problematic like white dudes and whether you take the stuff that Chad Hayes does as you know offensive or cultural appropriation like that's all up to you and um it's it's all up to your um up to your your perspective um but i don't think he came from like a hateful place if it was like yo like it's white boy summer like we're taking over like every other race is over for y'all or some shit like that like then it's like whoa dude like what's going on but i think he dropped like this video on instagram he went live um the same way everybody does you know when you're out and you're having a good time and you just want to engage with people and it caught wind and like it, it 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 bred a lot of like funny stuff on Twitter and all across social media. So I appreciate that. Um as far as everything else, um YouTube channel always popping, stuff popping up on there. Um Mike, any announcements for anything concerning the show going forward? Yeah, we're doing a lot of, you know, it's April. This this used to be like a really fun time. Like, oh, uh, I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to leave school early or uh, I'm going to take off and go to the games. Uh, so check out all of our uh, baseball related, you know, black seats and everything. I have a slew of uh, things that never came out in the last like six months. And it's all baseball related. Uh, so we're going to that, that just uh, check that out. Uh, during our outtakes, we talked about a lot of things. We'll talk about the uh, Autism Awareness Month. Um, check out uh, Pro Wrestling Melee's podcast, also of which I am involved in. 
uh shug is going to be involved in i hope you know because open invitation for us to do a collab um but um you know we we always like do fundraisers fundraisers but the one tonight uh i completely forget but i'm i'm recording one tonight and tomorrow and of course i'm we're going to be heavily promoted because uh these guys are cool that they really uh th they're one of our followers they listen um so I'm excited. They're local, you know. We're both, you know, local. So I'm, I'm all about collabing. Uh, I'm really concerned. About, you know, I'm like, I want more people to watch our show because I think there's a lot of like-minded individuals that would uh, appreciate what we say. Uh, I get a lot of feedback on my DM. At He's gonna puke because uh, you know everyone talks about wrestling, but they also say like, wow, you know, I watch your show, and they respect it and everything. Um, but yeah, just check out. There's going to be more content uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, the, the bread and butter, though, is uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. You know, the Apple iTunes store. Um, whenever I listen to the show, like the next couple of days, man, I'm like, wow. I get, I'm really proud of the show. Uh, I love the outlet, and I'm happy uh, we're at. You know, we're almost a year. Well, not a year, but like 52 episodes. You know, I would consider that a year. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be doing this show and it's going to keep going for a long time and we're going to keep growing. Yeah, so this has been episode 46 and we'll see you next week on the next edition of Shug Me The Mooney. Shug Me The Mooney.